Welcome to Brand Chats. I'm Darby, a brand strategist and content marketer, passionate about turning great businesses into irresistible brands. Each week, I focus on a different element of what makes a standout brand, chatting to industry experts and small business owners who've built a brand that they love and one that their audience loves too. Let's get into today's chat. Today, I'm chatting with Haley, a business owner, podcast host, content creator, and introvert. Haley runs a virtual assistant agency called Hallie Helper that specializes in helping overwhelmed women-led businesses by lighting the load so that they can flourish in life and business. Welcome to Brand Chats, Haley. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> so do you want to tell me a bit more about your brand story and where it all began? Yeah. So Hallie Helper is a business out of COVID. I, as lots of other people, got made redundant at the kind of the start. So June, July of 2020. And I didn't know what to do with my life. (laughs) I'd never not had a job before. Um, And yeah, I'd always had like side hustles. I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit and working for myself and doing it full time was always on the cards. I just was kind of too scared. So COVID redundancy was hard, but also the best thing that happened because then Hallie Helper wouldn't be here. Um, And virtual assisting is something that I had thought about previously. I love helping business owners. I love just helping in general. It it was like a perfect fit because it encompasses all the things I love and I get to kind of dictate what I do, but I also don't have a niche. So I'm very multi-passionate. So virtual assisting is a good bracket for me to be able to do all the things that I love while still helping. Yeah. So for people who don't know what a virtual assistant is, do you want to give us a bit of an insight on kind of what your day-to-day would look like? My day-to-day is never the same. So (laughs) yeah, true. (laughs) Um, But virtual assisting is essentially think of it as your admin person, but virtual, which is a very basic way to explain it. But virtual assistants can specialize in bookkeeping. They can specialize in social media. They can specialize in design, um, like podcasting. So it can branch out and niche out to different things. Or like me, I specialize in like social media, admin, customer service, and um, graphic design. Amazing. So tell me, how did you come up with the name Hallie Helper? Is there a story behind that? Yeah, so I love alliteration and mm. I also, hold on, I'll go back a little bit. I It took me like three weeks to come up with my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be just like Hayley Watson, virtual assistant, which is completely fine for everyone who does like just use their name and virtual assistant. I've had like other businesses or side hustles before where I use my middle name and it's like very common and it also makes it harder to sell. So I wanted something that was still me, but a little bit different. So um, I was Googling all the things you can think of, like just everything I loved, like other ways to say things, different origins, like different languages as well. Um, And I love the ocean and the beach. And I happened to come across the fact that Hali, H-A-L-I, um, it comes from Greek origin and means ocean or the sea um, and the beach and the ocean is something that calms me. So it worked out perfectly. And then helper is what I do. So it just oh, works. So, that is so sweet. I love that you've created something really personal that 
It speaks true to your brand personality as well. Yeah, and still kind of sounds like Haley if I had a nickname. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So how important was it for you to build a brand that was truly felt like you? Because I know that's something that you speak about. So when you started, you know, coming up with your brand, how did you go about that? Um, So because I was sad because I got made redundant and I didn't... Even though I wanted this business to really flourish and become my everything, I looked at it as a bit of like just a happiness project. So I wanted to make sure I was creating something that really sparked a lot of joys. I didn't want to pick like colors or a brand that was on trend or, you know, was really just something that I wasn't. And um, I'm a very colorful person and not that people might not see, but like in the background right now, you can see my bookshelf is color coded and say, so is my wardrobe. So some of the colors came from literally, I was just laying in bed, like, I don't know what to do and like, what's going to happen. And I don't know what colors to use. And I was like looking at the array of colors in my wardrobe. And I just picked like the three and four that really stood out to me. I wear those colors every day. It's very on brand, but it's very me. So it just made sense to try and make those colors work because I didn't want to pretend to be something I wasn't and use like more neutral colors, which were really on trend in 2020. And now they're still, even if these bright colors go out of style, it doesn't matter to me because it's me. Yes. Oh, I love that because I think a lot of people stress about, like we talked about before, the name yeah. and the colors and all the things, but <laughs> it really should just tie back to your personality. And, you know, with the name, I I was going to name my business something. I ended up just keeping my name because I just could not decide because it's yeah. just, just couldn't decide. And <laughs> the same with colors. I think even when I'm doing a brand strategy for a client, mm-hmm. I'll ask them what kind of things do you like to wear? Because if they like yeah. to wear really corporate blazer, heels, black and white, then that's going to look very different to a brand like yours where, you know, you prefer nice soft colors. So um, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a lesson that people can take from this. It's just, (laughs) you know, look at what's around you because it's even, you know, the way you style your house, the way you do everything, it kind of pulls through with your branding and and make sure that you're connected to what you're putting out there. Yeah. And I like what you just said, that it also still has to match one, your personality, but also what you do for a living. So I'm very lucky virtual assistant is, you know, abroad and you can really niche down or you know make it as much as you want so for me it worked out really well but if I was in a corporate situation which to be honest I would never be um (laughs) maybe not all the conflicting strong colors would work but I could pull one or two that worked and still make it a bit more formal if need be for example yes love it did you always know who your target audience was going to be do you have a story about how that kind of has evolved since you started when I started Heli Help, I wouldn't say that I knew exactly who my target audience was, but I knew that I just wanted to work with people that aligned with my values and my like, not, well, yeah, energy, like with my energy and my spirit, because that's, especially being a virtual assistant, you're really in the pocket of people's businesses. So you, some clients, depending on how you structure your business, you are talking to them every day or you're in their business every day. So you need to get along. Yes, <laughs> definitely. I think that's super important with a lot of um, client relationships. And I, yeah, I guess what I see is when, you know, building a brand and someone's really able to find something that really speaks to them and that they're really proud of, they're able to attract clients that are similar. Have you found that since being able to like 
show off your brand a bit more, you've been able to really find that sweet spot. Definitely. As as soon as I started to really lean into my personality and talk about my vision for the business and, and the vision on how I want to help others, that started to really attract. So it's probably like a year into the business after I was like just kind of finding my way that I started to really attract the clients and women that I wanted to work with. And I found that like, I really love work, working with women who have dreams. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite. And it's just a positive nature. It's that saying like your vibe att- attracts your tribe. Like yes. it's, it's cliche now, but it's, it, it's cliche because it works. Like as soon as you start showing who you are, you're going to find the people that are attracted to that and want to work with that. Because if I was a different personality, you might not want to work with me for X, Y, Z reason. Yes, absolutely. So one hurdle that so many business owners face when building a brand is showing up on social media and giving people an insight behind the face of the brand, especially for introverts, which I know you talk a lot about on your channels as well. So Do you want to tell us a bit about your journey building a brand as an introvert? Yeah. So when I started Helly Helper, I always, like, I just know I'm an introvert. So Mm -hmm. I had done all that kind of homework before starting Helly Helper. I knew I was introverted. I kind of had already learned tips and tricks on how to um, channel my introversion and how to work with it, not against it. Um, So I didn't think to build my brand around that. So it didn't come straight away. I just took baby steps um, in showing like who I was, like, even though I knew I was introverted, it was still hard for me to show up on socials and, and um, talk and do all that kind of stuff. So that didn't happen overnight. Mm. Um, And I, I started really small. Like I would get too nervous to even talk on my story. So I never would. I would start with, I would just take a picture of myself and then I could, you know, take a couple until I found one that I was happy with. And then I wrote text on there. So I didn't start just like, hi, it's Hayley. Like I'm ready to talk. (laughs) I was super awkward. I still get awkward now. Um, So I started like there and then I really loved when like reels started to come in and you could like lip sync and TikToks. And I was like, yes, I can just like practice as much as I need and do it from like this, you know, the comfort of my own home. And then after I started doing that a lot more, I started talking to, you know, um, potential clients and just like networking and people like, oh, you know, you're doing such a good job, Haley. Like I could never do that because I'm introverted. I was like, what? I was like, I'm introverted. Like, and they're like, no, you're not. You're like extroverted. So it's like kind of that was the turning point where I really wanted to start incorporating that into my brand because I want others to know that you can kind of do it too. And I'm a really big believer on representation. And I wasn't really seeing anyone talking about their introversion um, yeah. in like a virtual assistant space or, you know, what I was doing for my business. So that's like the last six to eight months is when I really like leaned into that and started to want to talk about it. So people are aware, like it's, I'm not like, not that I'm huge, but I'm not an overnight success. Like it didn't just, I didn't wake up and be like, I can do it. Like it's taken a long time to really lean into that and, and work on it and Mm. talk about it, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is such a huge topic that, as you say, not many people are talking about, but a struggle that so many people face because, you know, 
and now that everything's all about video, it's so much harder and scarier for people to oh, yeah. all of a sudden be like, oh, what am I going to do? And you're nailing the reels. Like I love seeing all the reels <laughs> pop up all the time. I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. And like you say, though, it's it's a bit of a mindset shift, right? And, and just a learning curve. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just practice. Like I love videos and I, well, I love all content, but I just think about it as I'm doing it in the comfort of my own home. If I was to think about then having to physically be in a room and talk to that many people, that would scare me. And I, I don't know if I could straight away, like it would take me a long time to like be excited to get up and talk in front of the amount of people that videos like can reach. So I don't, think about that I'm just like I'm just talking in the comfort mm-hmm. of my own home <laughs> yes and have you seen like a difference since you've started to speak more on stories and post reels have you seen an impact on your brand and the type of conversations that you're having yes definitely I I think it allows like it roots your business in your personality so I think as soon as I started to really show up more it started to to attract more like high quality clients, people who really wanted to work with me specifically because personality alone. And I thought that was really powerful. So as soon as I started to lean into that, I was in a way rewarded because or given momentum that it's okay to show your personality. So that was really Mm. like a powerful lesson to learn. How important do you think it is for introverts to get out of their comfort zone, knowing that you know, the marketing world's changing and being a service provider in a competitive space, do you think people can still hide behind the screen or how, what do you think about it? It's uh, the social media changes scares me, even though I'm like comfortable in front of the camera, um, scares the shit out of me. I don't know what it's going to look like, but bar that it's so important. It's so very important. Building trust and building your personality is important because people want to work with other people. People want to buy from people. And if you're not showing your personality, how are you building a relationship and a trust with potential clients? Like I just, yeah, like you just have to show them because there's so much competition. So what, like your unique selling point is you, like it starts with you. So that's really important. Um, And again, that like vibe attracts your tribe. You're going to, attract who you need to work with by showing up who you are yeah and I think social media is so overwhelming in the sense that it's so distracting seeing what everyone else is doing you know you're looking at your competitors or just your peers so do you have any tips for people who are just getting a bit overwhelmed by it all yeah I have so many (laughs) (laughs) Um, my first one is always start small just start small like if you're nervous to get in front of the camera or show your face, just start really small. Like I said, I started with a photo once a week on a Wednesday. I called it like work with Haley Wednesday or like, you know, work Wednesday, work with me Wednesday kind of thing. And I would just take a picture, write what I wanted. And then slowly over time, have I started to like build on that? Um, one other tip, well, I've got heaps, but another tip <laughs> um, is if you're nervous to show your face, do a behind the scenes or a tutorial video where you don't show your face, you show your product, but use your voice. There's a girl on TikTok that I love. She makes cakes and I, she, you, you never see her face when she's making the cakes. It's all like her hands in the cake 
but I know it's her because of how she talks and like her opening catchphrase is like okie dokie and she says that in every video and you're like oh like I get a sense of her personality and I don't even know what she looks like (gasps) yeah that's interesting yeah like just you have to find as an introvert like we know a lot of things will drain our energy so you have to find the thing that works for you and what is within your comfort zone like if you're nervous because you don't have your makeup done or you don't have your hair done like use a filter like you know what I mean like it's fine like you don't have to be perfectly put together filters are amazing these days Uh, what do we do that Um, (laughs) I know (laughs) um I used to like only show up on stories and talk when I was walking my dog because I had a cap on and I had sunglasses on. So all you could really see was my face. So if my makeup was like, if I had bags and like my hair's oily, like no one can see. And to be honest, no one cares, but like those kind of things, I found little hacks that made me comfortable to get on, get in front of the camera and show my personality. So it's really think about what makes you comfortable. Start there because you'll get the momentum. You'll get good feedback you'll get people coming and starting conversations in your DMs and then try like the next level, do two videos a week or like two show up on your stories and stories are the best because they go away after 24 hours. Like, (laughs) yeah, hundred percent. If it was shit and only three people watched it, it's gone. Like it's gone the next day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I guess there's stories and also reels where you can spend time planning and editing. And so it doesn't, yeah. And then obviously all the other channels and so you do your own podcast as well. So I guess that, I don't know, how do you feel from that end as an introvert? Because you don't have to show your face. It's just your voice. (laughs) It's, it's so good because exactly what you said, I only have to talk, but it's tiring. So I Mm. really try and like manage my energy. So I still want to show up and be excited and have high energy. So I make sure like the day before I don't do any like meetings. I don't do any like, like I'm not going to go out for coffee and see a girlfriend. I'm like, no, I'm staying home. <laughs> so I can really recharge that energy and um, show up even though it's just my voice. Um, but it definitely does help just being able to talk. So yeah, starting with voice is a great, great avenue. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's lots of video going on, but there's podcasting people still, you know, obviously blogs helps with your brand SEO and there's all the other things. So it's not, it's not the be all and end all video, but just, as you say, I think that's a great tip, just baby steps, starting with what's comfortable and then um, getting used to it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you still get nervous before you get on stories and do all these things, or do you feel like you're just getting used to it now and it's becoming a lot easier? It depends on the day. Um, So I am the kind of introvert, well, I think most of us are, like as soon as you're in a high energy situation or a social situation, it does drain your batteries. And I also get really bad decision fatigue. So throughout the week, I get very tired. Like my, my heart and my brain are like, do all the things. Like I'm so excited about life, but I'm like so tired. So my body's like, you need to slow down. So I definitely notice when I'm overstimulated that it's harder and when I'm rested and I've really mastered that kind of stuff for the week, then it's not a worry at all. Um, And just pre-planning, I like pre-plan a couple of things. So like on a Wednesday, like I said, I'm going to talk about what I'm doing for the day. 
if I already know what I want to talk about, it's so easy for me to show up. If I have to spend 10 minutes thinking about it, I probably won't. So it's like learning that kind of stuff as well is really important. Like hacking your introversion and really, cause it's different for everyone. Um, yeah, really learning where your energy lies and how to show up. So if you only want to show up once a week, make sure that's a day when you don't have any other meetings, you don't have any other things on your calendar. It's a, for me, it's like a, when I have a really slow, nice admin day, I'm more than like, they're the days I'll show up and I'll talk about all the things. And when I'm really hectic, got lots of meetings, I'm probably not going to show up on my stories or show up on my feed. Sometimes not even reply to comments. Cause I'm like, even though I'm not physically interacting with them, the thought of like writing something and then writing me back. Oh my God. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. And even time of day, I feel like I've been doing a lot of work on being productive in certain times of day. Like I've realized Mm -hmm. in the morning is when I have the most energy. So that's when I'll do the most important tasks. So I guess it's the same thing with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And focusing time on your own brand, not just leaving it till the time when you're wrecked, because that's, you know, a habit I get into as well. I'm like, oh, it's last on the list. So I'll do it on a Friday at four o'clock. And then it just doesn't happen. And you're like, knack it. (laughs) yeah exactly so it's just yeah finding the right time of day as well and the time of month it's just yeah a lot of strategy going into (laughs) how you kind of show up but it's it's so important to give your brand the energy it deserves right yes and that's the thing why a lot of us got into business is because we get to dictate that so it's really getting rid of that mindset of like I like I have to be extroverted to make this happen. I have to work a nine to five to make this happen. I have to do this task every day, like scrap all of those like limiting beliefs and just like make it up how it works best for you. Like I've really noticed in, since it's been getting colder mornings, I used to be such a morning person, but I'm not anymore. So I'm really like leaning into that and be like, I don't have to start at nine o'clock because I'm tired and I don't want to, like I'll start at 12 or I'll start at midday and work till like eight o'clock at night because that's where my energy is. So yeah, it's the same as like, you know, listening to podcasts and people are like, oh, it's the yeah. best thing to do if you wake up at this time and do this first and then exercise at this time is best for you. And it's just, again, it's just overwhelming listening to all the things that people have to say. Yeah. Really just listening to what you, what's best for you. Yes. Yes. I'm such a big believer in that. Like figure out life hack yourself, like figure out what works best for you. Something I ask all of my guests is what are your favorite brands at the moment? Classic favorites or any up and coming brands that you think are killing it? Classic favorite is um, go-to skincare. Mm, Love it. Yes. They just have such good messaging and it's so simple and like easy to digest, but you instantly know what it, what they're about. So I really Mm. um, love them. Yeah. Um, Some of the smaller brands that I really love are, um, this is well, this is kind of a shout out, but my podcast manager, um, eco assistant, she does these like amazing, like on trend memes. Um, and they're always like, just especially for like, um, like a millennial. So like, they always really suit my, my, not mindset, my like age, yeah. age demographic. That makes me sound old, but <laughs> <laughs> she's got um, you in her target audience. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, so they're just really fun. They always like make, like give me a giggle, but also same thing. Like I get the messaging instantly without having to like read everything. I'm like, Oh, I know exactly what 
she's about what, like what her business does. So she's one of my favorites to um, stalk on the Insta. Um, Another couple that I like is a brand called Honest and Bold. She does um, gifting with purpose and she's very open and honest about like experiences she's had and she's really vulnerable and it's just like a connection. You just feel connected to her because she's not afraid of who she is. She's not afraid to talk about hard things. And I think especially on social media, we're always talking about highlight reels. So I really love her brand and what she stands for. Um, what's another one? Oh, my digital too. They, um, I don't know if you know it. Yeah. yeah they're is. like really like millennials, like just embracing everything that they are like pink. Yeah. Uh, like clueless, like just my kind of like demographic of like growing up. And I was like, yes, I just get it. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. yeah. And I think, yeah, with all those examples, it's, it's brands that are speaking to you, you know, as a millennial with your interests in your humor and that kind of stuff, which I love as well. I'm, I, I love clueless, all the, all the yes. things. <laughs> Amazing. So tell me what's coming up for you in business and where everyone can find you. Yes. So I um, just wrote an ebook. Yeah. Um, brag. Um, <laughs> called um, How to Be Social on Socials as an Introvert. So it kind of goes through my tips and tricks on kind of what I've talked about today on all the things I've used to really channel my introversion and show up on socials. So you can check yeah. that out on my website. Um, at the start, we talked about how Hallie Helper is an agency. So this is what's going on in business right now is I'm transitioning from solo me into an agency. So I'm super excited. Um, so that's happening over the next couple of months. Um, and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Hallie Helper. Beautiful. Thanks so much. I'll put all those uh, links in the show notes and exciting mm-hmm. chapter for you turning into an agency. I'm excited to see how your brand evolves. Yes, it's very exciting. I'm nervous. Yeah. Um, and I'm like just putting it out into the universe. <laughs> That's what you have to do sometimes and then it will just happen. <laughs> yes. I can't take it back because I told people about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on. I think this is such an important topic for, you know, a lot of business owners who struggle with showing up and yeah, everyone should go check out Haley on social media and see what she's up to and, and take a look at the ebook because yeah, so many gold nuggets in here that I think will inspire lots of people to get on the stories and get on the reels and just yeah show show their brand personality so that they can connect with all the right people so thank you for joining me today you're welcome i'm so excited to listen to all your other episodes as well <laughs> oh thank you thanks for joining me for this episode of brand chats if you love today's chat come and join the conversation on instagram at darby linden leave a review and hit subscribe thanks again and i'll see you next week